The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio. This is the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. That guy is right. He's right. It's seven minutes after seven. It is Wednesday. Welcome to the midweek. It's hump day, so to speak, and we are here to talk employment law. This is the big show. This one is the uh, the way uh, we got it all started on Wednesday night, and same rules apply. The phone line's open, 416-870-6400, 416-870-6400. And, uh, yeah, we got a ton of calls last week at this time, so we didn't get through all of our talking notes, which is a good thing. We like that. We like not having to, uh, you know, use the written programming and go right to your calls because they're always so interesting and informative for everybody else. So feel free to call through. Having said that, though, uh, we will get to, uh, you know, you can't always be legally fired even if severance is paid and how you cannot be let go. We got through some of that, but we'll endeavor to get through more of that list uh, tonight, Lior. But as as mentioned, man, the phone calls are always key. 416-870-6400, live show on a Wednesday. Email, you want to drop us one, it is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the website we encourage you to use at all times, not just during this hour, is pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. What's going on tonight, pal? Hey, John. Always uh, great to be here. I've uh, been a, a busy day, busy week mm-hmm. so far for me. Uh, man, I mean, sometimes I uh, I say, okay, you know, I'll, I'll go have a cup of coffee. I come back, it's like I've been gone for an hour or two or three just because there's a lot of calls, emails, questions. But I love it. Sure. I honestly do love that. I love answering questions. That's what I do. So if you have any questions at all about your workplace rights, now is the time to give us a call. Give us a call right now on this show. I'll answer them. I'll give you some information. I'll, I'll arm you with the knowledge you need to have to hopefully have a better week than what you had last week. So maybe you lost your job or you're on a layoff or your job has changed. You feel you've been wrongfully dismissed. Maybe you're being discriminated against. I can go on. The list is long. Whatever that issue is, give us a call. Let's talk about everything you need to know about your workplace rights. I have a bunch of stuff to talk to you today about, uh, and, and we'll go over a lot of stuff as we always do. But, John, you know we love our callers here, so I say let's get to our first call. We will, and uh, I will get to click on it as soon as I'm connected. But if it is there, please take it. <laughs> oh, there we Hi, go. Hi, Joanne. How you doing? Hey, Joanne. Not bad. How are you? Good. What's going on? What's on your mind? Um, I was just let go from my job. I've been with the company 24 years, one month, and they're... They've um, they said they're moving my job to the states. Okay. So and what I, have they offered you by way of uh, compensation, by way of severance, Joanne? Uh, they offered me uh, two years severance, okay. um, and and that was it. Now I did go back and ask for benefits because I'm 60 years old. My health is not good. I'm not going to find another job. I had cancer and. I've worked at home for this company since 2008. Right. Um, so I just, anyways, they let me know today that they are, have approved benefits. I don't know how much I'm getting uh, for how many years, um, but they did tell me today I was approved for some. So, Joanne, here's how this works. You, you given all the, you know, the, the years that you've been there and the fact that you were 60 years old, you, you would be entitled to the maximum, and the maximum is two years' pay. 
Now, what that means is they have to pay your salary for that period of time. They have to continue your benefits uh, for that period of time. If you usually get a bonus, that has to be included. If they contribute to a pension, that has to be included for two years. So in other words, they have to include all components of compensation. It's not just your salary. So the period of time for which they've offered to pay you two years, that's great. That, that's terrific. That's exactly what it should be. But what's important here is that we make sure that it includes all components of your compensation. Benefits, of course, is a huge one, but there may be other components as well. Okay. Does that make sense, Joanne? Yeah. Now, they offered me a, a lump sum. They're not doing it over time. They want to just give me a lump sum. That, that's that that's smart? even better. That is smart because that way you don't have to worry about what happens to this company down the road. You have your money. You don't have to worry about that. So if they have if they have included all components of your compensation, honestly, you are good to go. This is as good an offer as you can have. If they have not included all components of your compensation, because it benefits, be? bonus, etc., then you need to call me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, they have not. Then, then we need to chat because it's not just about the, the number of months. It's what's included in it. So, yeah, we need to speak. Uh, and, and the nice thing is it's not going to be difficult to resolve given the fact that they've already acknowledged that you're owed uh, two years' pay. We'll be able to resolve that very quickly. Okay, that's awesome. Thanks, Joanne. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the call. Here is how you reach out. It's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now, it's four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. That is the way you call through. Obey. Thank you for uh, for hanging on. Good evening. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Thank you for taking the call. So You're I right. was on a, I was on medical leave for seven months, and I was on a health and safety committee as an employee representative. Uh, and as worker representative, and after my seven months when I returned back to work and the next meeting, my colleague told me, hey, tomorrow is a health and safety meeting. So I went there and the manager told me I'm not, no longer on the committee because I was away and they didn't know if I was going to come back and they put uh, somebody else on my spot. Are they, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, 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 are they right? Like when I was away, they can... Uh, take me off from the health and safety committee. Obey, are you a part of a union? No, it's a non-union. Okay. So, yeah, generally speaking, they can. There's no law that requires them to keep you on that committee. You know, they could say that when you were away, we had to get someone, so we've replaced you at this point. There's, it's not illegal to do that if it doesn't impact your compensation, etc. So, no, it's not a nice thing, and an employer should... It should make arrangements to bring you back, but it's not illegal, unfortunately, to, to take you out of that committee. Okay. Is, is there any point if I talk to them, hey, put me back? Is there any point? Or just oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you can, and I think there's a good chance that they'll agree. Say, I'm back. I want to. This is important to me. I've done a good job. I've worked hard. Uh, but if they ultimately refuse, you're not going to be able to force them, but you definitely should discuss this with them. Okay, all right. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. You guys doing a good job, and I always listen to you. I feel like I am a half a employment lawyer right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Obi. Thanks, Obi. Appreciate it. Here's how you're uh, you're going to reach out. Uh, if you, you probably got the number already if you're a constant listener, but that's okay. It's one eight five five. 821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And here and now, keep them coming, 416-870-6400. Kyle, you are up next. Good evening. Well, 
was expedient. I got a quick question. Uh, how long do you have to go after an employer for constructive dismissal? So you have two years from when the constructive dismissal happened, from when the change or, or the issue happened. Uh, what happened in your situation? Well, I got frustrated and quit, and I was, you know, I was pretty young, and I didn't care at the time. I just wanted out of there, and I, I, I was going through an old cell phone the other day, and I came ap- across some text messages between me and my former employer that would not cast a good light on them, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should have been a little more careful when I did this. Now, so when did this happen? How long ago? It was uh, September 2019. So what, why did you quit? What, what was kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back? Oh, I just, I, I got tired of answering for things that other, I was the first employee at this company. So I had to answer, I had to hear all the drama that came down the pipe. I was, you know, not paid enough to be the psychologist for the, the family that ran the business. And they're like, they all felt that they were boss. And I often didn't know who I was answering to. And then there was a couple of screaming matches, and I just, I just had enough. So ultimately, in, from a timing standpoint, you're fine. Because if it happened in September 2019, yeah, you have two years, so you're, you're fine. The, the, the key here is going to be able to prove what is it that, that happened that made it you know, very difficult for you to continue working. That you were either mistreated, that you were uh, you know, harassed, that you were in a poison work environment. That's what the key is. So what I propose to do, Kyle, is why don't you and I connect off air so I can find out a lot about, more about your job, about what happened. I want to see those, those text messages you mentioned, and then we can decide whether it makes sense to proceed. You, you, you're, you still have time, so, but I wouldn't sit on this. So let's you and I connect can, as soon as possible. Can I elaborate on that a little bit? Yep, well, you got a couple minutes. Yep. Yeah, I actually did use your firm because I got screamed at one day and I recorded it on my cell phone. And I came in and consulted a lawyer at San Fierro to Mark, and I was told that uh, because it was uh, it was not stated on the recording that it was being recorded, I couldn't use it. But that event in and of itself is good for evidence, right? Yeah, no, no, it, it can be used. It, it it can be used as long as you were part of that conversation. It can be used. What if you were recording other people talking without you being there? Then you cannot. But if you were part of it, you absolutely can use that, and and we do that in fact all the time. Oh, so even if I, I hit the record button and then the buddy doing the screaming had no idea, that can be used against him. That can be used against him as long as you're part of that conversation, a hundred percent. Okay, I got to come back and visit you guys. Thanks, Leor. No problem. Thanks, Kyle. Enjoy the rest of your night, man. Stay safe. And uh, you probably know the number, but I'll give it out before we take our first little break here. It's uh, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the website, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll take that short break. Get right back to more of your phone calls. Bring them on. Grab a phone, 416-870-6400. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. 
And welcome back to it. Lior Sanfiru is your host. Sanfiru Tamark and LLP, the most positively reviewed employment law firm in the country, coast to coast to coast. You can check that out anytime. Yeah, the number right here, 416-870-6400. And the website is pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. By the way, if you just go to employmentlawyer.ca, you'll catch links to our long-running TV show as well, which is uh, really cool to check out if you've never had a uh, had a chance to do that. But as always, phones. Phone lines, 416-870-6400, top priority. James, welcome. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. You bet. I thought I'd just compliment you guys on the show and the access for people to utilize this and uh, as an outlet is uh, very, very good of you guys to provide that. Um, I'm calling about my specific situation uh, where I am a building superintendent at a, at a building, and I've recently been let go. Um, there was a few issues that were identified uh, on my on my termination um, that included uh, um, unhappiness with the way uh, the cleaning activities were done, some interactions with with tenants. Uh, so they listed a few things, and they and they terminated my employment. They originally provided me, I was at that job for uh, nine years, and they originally provided me uh, nine weeks of severance. Um, And I was going to accept that, but I had received some advice from people. I went back for a conversation, and they then increased that severance to nine months of severance. Uh, which I was I was happy with. Now, uh, part of my salary, half of my salary, or even more than half, was the apartment value uh, of of the apartment that I stayed in. Now, when I went to go on EI, because they had had undervalued the apartment, uh, it didn't allow me to to have the full uh, EI benefit that my salary would have entailed because the apartment value, uh, for example, the value was uh, $1,400 in that building, but they were only showing $775 and, and on my um, T4. Um, is there any, and uh, because of that undervalue that they did, like I have said, it's affected my EI. Is there any ability for me to uh, to have any case uh, because of the undervalue? So, so there's nothing that you could do vis-a-vis the the company. What you can do is is work with EI and hopefully be able to try to convince EI that that value is is higher. Uh, the problem is if the value is higher, there may be more taxes you have to pay. I, I'm not sure about that, but certainly. The recourse here is through EI to show that that was undervalued, that your compensation really was higher, and therefore that EI should be paid to you in, at a higher amount. Uh, now, uh, when the company, that nine-month severance, did that include the value of the apartment? It, it, it did include the value of the apartment that they had uh, put in my contract and in my T4, which was the 775. So the compensation... Uh, included the apartment value of 775 plus my my salary, um, and then they they based that on my my nine months. 
but as I mentioned, the actual value for the apartment right. in the building was fourteen hundred or. 14. And James, I take it that you accepted, you signed off on that severance offer. I'm uh, not, not, not yet. No. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Well, here's what we can do. If in fact the value of the apartment, the true value is uh, fourteen hundred, not seven hundred, then we can improve that. Uh, and that that will also impact potentially EI. So if you haven't already signed off, I had assumed you you already signed off, then it's not too late to deal with that. Usually a letter from me in a case like this is all that's going to be needed because they have to compensate you based on your total compensation. So your salary, the value of the apartment, the full value, in other words, what it would cost you to get a similar apartment, uh, benefits, etc., so if you haven't signed off on it, we can still deal with it, but you need to reach out to me so that I can get involved and do what I do. Definitely. And, and, uh, and if they've advised that, you know, I received my T4s and my contract uh, that I had signed showed the, the 775. Um, I, it, it, like, other yeah, than... that, that, that won't change anything. It's a question of what is the true real-world value of the apartment if you were to go rent it on your own, what it would cost you. And if it would cost you 1400 that is the value. doesn't matter what they put on the T4. Frankly, doesn't matter what they put in the contract. James, appreciate the call and your time, pal. Here's the number to reach out and carry on with Lior, a member of his, uh, his team as well, one 855 help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now, the number to call in, just like James did, carry on, 416-870-6400. Hey, Chris, thanks for hanging on. Good evening. Good evening, guys. Um, my situation is I've been laid off since last April. Uh, I was working there for 18 years, and I was uh, getting ready to send in tasks for my severance. But in the last three weeks, my health has deteriorated, and I'm just waiting for some results, and I don't know, it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. So does this change everything? Because I still get the benefits. And because I still get the benefits, they have a long-term disability, I believe, on there. Right. So should I not ask for my – well, what should I do? What's, how what old are you, options? Chris? How, how old are you? 55. So uh, if, in fact, the medical condition is a, is a serious one, the one that's going to put you out of commission for a while, I would apply for benefits. Uh, because potentially, God forbid, if you can't work again, disability benefits will cover you till the age of 65. Right, so that is the the sure thing to do. If it's something minor, well, listen, I'll be I'll be off for a couple of months. You may as well get severance because severance for you could be about eighteen months pay. But if if this potentially is a prolonged thing, a serious medical issue, I would want you to do the safe thing: get disability, get on disability. If at some point down the road you you're clear to come back to work, at that point either you have a job or they have to let you go with severance. So you're not losing your severance; you're just delaying it. Uh, I, if it's a medical condition that's serious, I'd want you to apply to disability benefits as soon as possible. I apply through the company? You, you simply ask the company uh, for the forms. They'll send you the forms to apply to disability benefits. It's just you fill out some forms. Your doctor's going to have to fill in some information as well, uh, and, and that's it. And, and by the way, if you get denied for whatever reason, uh, stuff like that sometimes happens with insurance company. If they deny you or if you get approved, but then they cut you off before your doctor says you're ready to go back to work, call me as well. We have a whole team just dealing with these disability issues. So talk to your company about those forms and apply for disability as soon as possible. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Thanks, Chris. Appreciate that. And uh, again, any uh, any follow up information you need, uh, you can call Lior and his his team one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. With the remaining time we have here, which is quite a bit, uh, you can call through, ask your questions as well four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. But uh, in the meantime, the list we we got started on last week, but much like this week, we got busy with the phone calls, so we kind of put it aside and and, and made that our priority. But you know, the theme was you can't always be legally fired, even if severance is paid. So just to refresh, that's kind of where we left off last week, right? Yeah, and, and people that have listened to me regularly, and we have a lot of people that have heard me for a while, uh, always hear me say that generally speaking, an employer is allowed to let you go pretty much for any reason as long as full severance is paid. But notice the words I've just said there, pretty much for any reason. Yeah. means there are some situations where it's either going to be illegal to let you go, period, regardless of severance, or situations where it's going to be a lot more severance than normally. It's going to be a very expensive termination for the employer. So we want to address some of those more unique situations where despite the company saying, hey, we'll give you your severance, uh-uh, not so fast. There may be additional issues here to consider. And uh, where we left on that list is a really timely one as well. That is, if you have to self-isolate because of COVID-19. Correct. So right now, if you have COVID-19 or you're you're based on health authorities, you have to isolate because you may have come into exposure with COVID-19. You cannot be let go. You cannot be penalized or anything. Even in some situations, God forbid, you may have COVID-19 and uh, you may have to be off for a while. For some people, that's not just two weeks. Maybe you have it more severe and you have to be off for, for a few weeks or a few months. Either way, you cannot be let go because of COVID-19. You have to be taken back. Letting you go would be a breach of the Employment Standards Act, would be a breach of the Human Rights Code potentially. So if you have COVID-19 or if you don't, hopefully you don't, but maybe you have to isolate as a precaution you cannot be let go, even if the company says, no, no, here's your severance check. Still can't do that. If a company tries to do that, please reach out to me right away. That's something we can absolutely deal with. You can still call here, by the way, with the remaining time tonight, 416-870-6400. It's only, it's only 731. you got lots of time to, uh, to call through. You also cannot be fired even if you get severance. When the employee demands payment for uh, like outstanding vacation pay, overtime, holiday pay, stuff like that, right? You have a right, and this is an extremely important right, to stand up for your rights, to demand what you're owed, and to enforce your rights. So if you believe you're owed overtime, maybe you're not even sure, but you think, I'm owed overtime, so I'm going to go talk to my employer, I'm going to demand it. Maybe I'm even going to go to the Ministry of Labor and say, hey, my employer is not paying me overtime. Well, if you do any of those things, your employer cannot let you go. Same thing with vacation pay, same thing with holiday pay, you name it. If you're asking about your legal rights, trying to enforce your legal rights, demanding them, your employer cannot do anything to you. If they try, that's what we call a reprisal. In other words, it's illegal. So bottom line is our whole legal system when it comes to employment law is based on the idea that an employee has a right to pursue their entitlements. So never ever be afraid to pursue entitlements. And by the way, same thing applies even if it turns out that you were wrong. You thought you were owed overtime, you demanded it, and it turns out you actually weren't. Okay, even in that situation, the company can't say, aha, we told you, now because you, you caused all this trouble, we're going to let you go. Cannot do that. Never, never, never. 
So you should always feel comfortable and confident to pursue your rights to ask questions. If you have any questions or concerns or if your employer, employer tries to do anything to you in that situation, you pick up the phone, you call me, and you let me deal with it. I love this one, too. When an employee is working under a fixed-term contract, can't be let go then either. Yeah, so, you know, this is a situation while the employer could let you go, it's not really about the severance. So the general rule, of course, for employees that are working on an indefinite uh, employment relationship, company can let them go with severance, which, by the way, could be as much as 24 months. It's different for a fixed-term employee. So if you're working for a fixed term, whether it's six months, 12 months, five years, for a specific period of time, if the company wants to let you go, yes, they can, but it's not about severance at that point. They have to pay you the balance of that contract. You have to pay for the period of time that you didn't work. So if you signed a three-year contract and you're let go six months into it, normally you would say, okay, a company would owe you two or three months severance. No, no. In this situation, they actually owe you two and a half years pay the balance of that contract. So you have to be very mindful of that, be very careful with that. If you are let go on a fixed-term contract, it's not just about severance, it's about getting paid the balance of the contract, and that could be a lot. So keep that in mind if you ever let go on a fixed-term contract. The number, 416-870-6400 to call through. Ask your questions live here on air, like Sam. Hey, Sam, uh, good evening. Hi there. How you doing? Good, man. What's up? Excellent. So, um... Uh, first of all, I listen to the show all the time, and I've, I'm an employer, so um, sort of hearing the other side of things, it, it's been helpful in terms of how we handle terminations um, when we need to. Um, but one of the questions I have is I employ um, salespeople and often um, struggle with how to handle salespeople that are not performing well, um, i.e., um, you know, well below the average of, of the rest of the salespeople. Um, you know, even some of the people that have been there long term, they run into um, situations where they just stop trying. Um, and, uh, you know, you get reluctant because, you know, you, you know, you got to pay them a lot of severance. And quite frankly, you wonder if they deserve it just for the way they're behaving. So just just wondering, like, how do you how do you handle these people? I mean, we, we, we want to obviously help them along and. and help them be successful and we do our best to do that but sometimes they just don't try i hear you completely and and you absolutely have something you can do and what you need to do here is performance manage and what i mean by that is if an employee is not performing you need and this all has to be in writing by the way if it's not in writing it 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 doesn't mean anything you have to put that in writing that employee here's what you have you haven't done right here's the issues that we have with you and here's our expectations one two and three and also say, here's what we're willing to do to help you. If you need training, you can have this training session. Uh, you know, we can work with you on these things and those things. So outline what you're willing to do to help them and then tell them when you're going to be reviewing their performance again, 30 days, 60 days, whatever is appropriate uh, given your business. When you do that review, if things have improved, wonderful. If they have not, you give a second warning and you call that a last warning. Employee, we talked to you two months ago and we said you have to fix these things. You have not. We're telling you this is a final warning. You better you know, do all these things that we need you to. And if it's still you can show that they haven't done it, at that point, you may be in a position to terminate for cause, i.e. without severance. So you have to put that in writing. You have to build that case, give them an opportunity to improve, and also offer some help. If you do these things properly, 
and the employees still don't do what they're supposed to, maybe at that point you are able to actually terminate for cause, not have to worry about severance. Right. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's great. Yeah, thank you very much for that. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate uh, your time as well, reaching out to Lior and his team. If you, you want to carry on, one 821 5900 But here and now, 416-870-6400 is the number. Tony, thanks for hanging on. Good evening. Good evening. First, I'd like to know the lawyer's name and his phone number, if it's possible. Sure. His name is Lior, and it's one 821 5900 1-855-821-5900, and it's Lior Samfiru. What's uh, what's going on, Tony? Okay, I just want to ask for my wife. She's been working at a ordinary big department store uh, almost nine years. She does about 26 to 30 hours a week. She's 65. And right now, because of the COVID, she can't go back to work. If she goes back to work, can they lay her off or fire her? Say, we don't need you because you're older. And does she uh, have any, like, a vacation pay or uh, that other thing you said? Like, you work there for so many years and you get so Severance. much. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tony, her employer can always let her go, not because of her age, but they can say, well, you know, we don't need you because business is slow or, you know, we have too many people or we're cutting costs. That they can absolutely do. But, yes, they would have to pay her, and for her, probably about nine months' pay. So nine months' pay based on what her her average earnings are. They would have to do that. Even if she doesn't have union? It's, It's because she doesn't have a union. If she had a union, she wouldn't be owed pretty much anything, unfortunately, uh, because she doesn't have a union is, is she would be owed this now. Uh, but right now, even if she's on a, on a temporary layoff right now, she could, but she could treat that layoff as a termination. She can require, she can force the company to pay her severance right now if she, she wants to. So she has two options. She can pursue severance now, or she can Mm -hmm. wait to see what happens. If she wants to get severance right now, I'm happy to help her no, now. No, 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 no. She wants to go back to work. Okay. So, so she's allowed almost nine months of severance? Correct. If and when they okay. let her go, she'd be owed about nine months severance based on her average uh, monthly earnings. If that happens, if they let her go, if they don't offer her or pay her nine months, she should give me a call and I'll help her get it. And don't sign anything. No, no, no. Please do not. No matter what, do not sign anything until she speaks to me. That's a very important rule. Okay. Thank you very kindly. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate the questions. I know you helped a lot of people other uh, with uh, with those questions as well. Here is the number again. I gave it to you, but I'll give it to you again. Write it down. one 821 5900 Again, one Help at employmentlawyer.ca is the email address. Still got some minutes, so we're going to take another call. It's what we do. Hey, Bob, thank you for uh, for hanging on for a moment. How are you? Thank you, sir. No worries. What's I, up? I, okay, I'm going to inquire. Is that I've been with my company for about 25 years, and uh, during the COVID, uh, we were sh- I shut down for six weeks. I was off, and they paid me. And now the end of the year has come to an end, and. Um, I asked for my holiday pay, and they said, you don't get no holiday pay because we paid you during the COVID. Is that true or false? 
So if what they're saying is that really while you're on COVID, you were on vacation, so we were paying you your vacation pay, then then they're right. An employer can essentially schedule vacation. So what they can say is we internally treated your time off as uh, as vacation. Yeah, that that's fine. Uh, they, they can, were you paid for the whole time you were off? Yeah, I was paid for the whole time off, but the uh, thing is... Uh, my holiday pay is my holiday pay, right? I, c- I could have went on the government thing, and I didn't do that. Well, you weren't able to do it if the company was paying you, right? You can only go on the government benefits if, if a company is not paying you. They weren't required to pay you, but even though it's your vacation time, an employer is allowed to schedule it. So they can say, we're scheduling for this period of time. Um, it's not fair, and a lot, most employers won't do that, certainly not without talking to you and, and, you know, working it out with you, but there's nothing illegal about that. Really? Unfortunately. I, 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 I thought because uh, they told me when I came back after that was over with that uh, we've been really good to you. We, we, we've been paying you since we were after COVID. Well, they were paying you with your money. <laughs> what I mean by that is your, they were paying you with your vacation pay. Uh, so they wouldn't, weren't... They have, wouldn't they have to tell me that in, in advance that they did that to me? They, they should, but ultimately there's no legal obligation to do that. It's, it's not something that you can, you can really do anything about. So they weren't being good to you at all, but they're also not doing something that's illegal. All right. So no chance of getting it then, right? Unfortunately not, Bob. I wish there was a different answer. Bob, appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for your uh, thanks for your call as well. I've got a couple minutes here, about uh, two, three minutes. I want to get through a couple more of these. That's uh, when you can't always be legally fired, even if severance is paid. How about this? When an employee announces a pregnancy, a pregnancy or comes back from a, uh, a, a parental leave. You know, I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on this because this <laughs> hopefully should be obvious. But this is uh, one the main, if not the main, uh, situation where you cannot be let go. If you're taking a parental leave, if you're coming back from parental leave or on a parental leave, you cannot be let go, full stop. No exceptions unless something huge and dramatic happened, they shut down the department, etc. You have to be allowed to take your leave, your full leave. You have to be taken back to the same job you had at the same pay. Nothing less than that is legal. So very important for employers and employees to remember that you cannot be let go, punished, disciplined, demoted, uh, or anything if you are taking a parental leave. How about this one? And again, a really important top of the list when you're making a harassment complaint. Absolutely. We know, I've said this many, many times on the show before, that we have a right to be in a harassment-free work environment. Well, that means that we also have a right to do something if we are being harassed, if we are being mistreated. We should be telling our boss, we should be telling HR, they have an obligation to fix the problem, to investigate, to, to rectify it. Well, that also means that just because we've complained about harassment, no one can let us go. Okay, we can't be punished. Think about it. If I was concerned about being punished, if I complain about harassment, I would never say anything. That's right. So there'll be no point to even have harassment laws. So you have a, a, a protection, a protection dome, the dome of protection around you. If you complain about harassment, do not worry about losing your job. You cannot be let go. Company has to take it seriously, to investigate, to take measures to fix that problem. If you cannot deal with harassment internally, let me know. Let me deal with it. But you should always know that you cannot be let go just because you complain about harassment. 
A lot of good stuff tonight. Appreciate all the calls. Got to uh, wrap for another Wednesday. You want to reach out now that we're done until the weekend show? You can. It's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That would be the number to reach out. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is the uh, email address. Simply employmentlawyer.ca to find links to our long running television show and then finally like having a lawyer with you at all times on your cell phone your tablet your desktop pocket employment use it and learn if not reach out to leor afterwards we'll catch you again employment law show on global news radio coming right back on point with alex pearson the preceding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of global news radio